0: And I felt almost like a double failure because I hadn't taken my own advice. But then I did, and I used the tools. And once I saw how well they worked, I was like, oh my God, these actually really work. (laughs) Then it was my mission to get it into the hands of everybody who needs it.
1: Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Sean Block, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into those fun hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Back to Happy Brain, my name is Sean Block. Today, we're going to get right into some fun tips on how you can beat stress. We have Dr. Annie White, who's going to share some tips right off the bat and get you into a better frame of mind. In fact, and throughout this episode, she has all sorts of tips and tricks and she's going to share some further learning you can do to really help break the stress that you might be feeling. So let's get right into this powerful interview and discussion with Dr. Annie White. Welcome back to Happy Brain. I'm with Dr. Annie White. Should I call you Dr. Annie White?
0: Can you call me Annie?
1: So one thing I wanted to start with just for fun is what makes Annie laugh?
0: So many things make Annie laugh. Um, I can just be (laughs) scrolling. I was scrolling through Pinterest and I found this um, little cartoon that had Big Bird with like Darth Vader and all the stormtroopers around it. And the caption under it said, uh, what you feel like at the office if you're the only one having a good day.
1: (laughs) Simple things like that. Yeah, you got to laugh, right? Mental health can be mental health can be serious, but you have to have some moments of levity.
0: You have to. I used to play jokes on my patients all the time because I just I have to have that in my day.
1: So, can you just tell us real quickly um, what type of work that you do for us?
0: Well, now I am just behind the book and promoting the book, but prior to that, I. I was practicing Eastern medicine, so mm. that's, yeah, that is more along the lines of acupuncture, herbs, um, a whole holistic diagnostic process where mm. you look at the root cause of the problem instead of the symptoms and you solve things at the root cause, which I really loved.
1: Mm. That's so important.
0: But once I saw how well this whole method worked, then I dedicated everything I had to it because I'm like, I can't help people more than this.
1: So. I I hear you. Well, let's get right into a tip that you think that would really help us stressful people. Yeah.
0: So I have a tip. This is one of my very, very, very favorites. And I call it the triple thank yous. And I want you to bear with me for a minute because I'm going to build on it, build on it, build on it. Okay. So when that stressful thought starts, when you start feeling tense, I want you to say, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I find something in your environment that you can appreciate at that moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you for these comfy pants. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this great chair. Thank you, thank you, thank you that I'm in a house with a roof over my head. And, you know, I when I started, I had to start with, like, thank you, thank you, thank you for running water. Thank you, thank you, thank you for teepee, things like that. But when you say the thank you, thank you, thank you, it amplifies that um, gratitude and appreciation for yourself. Okay, mm. so that's the first step.
1: Should I try it? Should, I, should you, I think? Yes. Should I think of something I'm thankful for right now? Do it. Do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this warm cup of coffee that I have this morning. Oh, I needed it.
0: And when you do that, you switch those neural pathways in your brain from the stress ones to the calm and positive ones. So Mm -hmm. not only are you feeling better, you're strengthening those calm and positive pathways in your brain. Okay, now I want to graduate this for a second, okay? So let's say you're worried about something, right? Just pick something in your head you're worried about. So let's say I was going to come on this show today and I'm like super worried about it. Okay. So I would do thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I rock this podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I rock this podcast today. And it does a couple of things. First of all, it makes me feel a whole lot better about coming on this podcast today because those thoughts feel better than, oh my God, what if I screw it up? What if people hate me? What if my hair looks terrible? You know, whatever. Right. And the second thing it does is it works with your subconscious mind to know that it already happened Hmm. because you're grateful for a good outcome, right? Yes.
1: Okay. Can I think of one right now? Yeah. Go for it. All right. So I have to go to this meeting later and I'm very, very stressed about it, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to go to this meeting. It's going to be great.
0: Can I step that up for you? Yes. I want you to insert the outcome. You, your ultimate outcome for this meeting. What is your ultimate outcome?
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to meet. Okay. It's a social event. We're going to meet people, maybe somebody um, of the opposite sex. Who knows? Who knows? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to meet great people and opportunity to meet somebody really special.
0: Okay. So I'm going to, can I shift it for you? Yes. I don't know if it's this kind of thing, but here's what I would do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That I meet the love of my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, that I meet the love of my life at this meeting. You don't have to say at this meeting, right? But if you go into thank you, thank you, thank you, that I meet the love of my life, it's going to happen. Like this is so, so you set yourself up for that outcome. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing, right? Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you can then make yourself feel better and say, okay, well, if this event is just to meet people that could introduce me or meet people that I'll like, or that'll be my friend. But I want you to stay in the state of thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That I meet the love of my life.
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for meeting, helping me meet the love of my life.
0: No, I want you it to be already happening.
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've met the love of my life.
0: Yes. I got goosebumps. I love that because then your subconscious mind gets into action. It's like, okay, we're meeting, we uh, we have the love of our life. So that has to happen in this present moment, right? Mm. How does that feel when you say something like that to yourself?
1: I did feel, you know, excited and a yeah. little and happy. And...
0: Because it's true. Because what you want, your dreams are always meant for you. Mm. Always. You wouldn't have them if they weren't. So when you think things that are the truth, they feel really good, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. That, you know, whatever anybody wants to happen. And even if they think it's outrageous, it's not because they wouldn't have it in their consciousness if it wasn't meant for them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: I love it. I love it. That's a great one.
0: Yeah, it's one of my very, very, very favorites. And, you know, we all worry about things. We're human. Mm. Or we all have a bad moment or we all have a tense moment. We all have a stressed moment. And so really amplifying those feelings with things that feel good, A, helps you in the moment, B, changes your neural pathways to the calm and happy ones and builds them, and then C, works with your subconscious mind so that it happens. Mm. That Thoughts awesome. become things, right? I mean, now, I know everybody says it
1: but- Well, Something that we've, we've mentioned and other guests have mentioned, but it's it's, it's always confusing is this neuroplasticity. Can yeah. you give us like the basic one-on-one, like, is, does this tip have anything to do with neuroplasticity?
0: 100 million percent. And can I give you an analogy, but it will take about four minutes. Sure. Okay. So I want you to pretend with me you just got a new job. Okay. You're at American Airlines and you're in charge of flights. You're in charge of getting passengers to their destinations. Okay. You don't care about the comfy seats. You don't care about the snacks. Thank goodness. You just have to get people from A to B. So your boss comes to you and your boss says, all right, Sean, we've got people going to Stressville. It's this new hip place. Everybody is going to Stressville. So what I, what I need you to do is I need you to make more paths and connections in our flight paths to Stressville, because mm. that's where everybody's going. Now, in this analogy, your thoughts are the passengers, mm. and the flight paths and their connections are the neural pathways, and the synapses are the connections between them. Mm. So, the more of a certain type of thought you think, the more pathways and connections your brain makes. Okay. Got
1: it. So,
0: then your boss, like two weeks later, is like, I have no idea what's going on. Everyone is now going to a hip spot called Calmtown. Everybody wants to go to Calmtown because all of your thoughts are going to this other place. Mm. So then you, as the scheduler, would not only make more flight paths and connections toward Calm Town, but then you would have to disintegrate, called synaptic pruning, the flights to Stressville. Mm. Okay? So then when a stressful thought comes up, you have more pathways that'll lead you to calm, so you have more balance in your brain, Mm. right? And I'm sure you've noticed after a stressful time, if anything remotely stressful comes up, bam, you are down those paths to stressful before you even know what's happening, right? And they just take over, like the Incredible Hulk in your mind. They really do. But when your mind is balanced, you can step back and say, okay, yeah, this, this came up and this is stressful, but we also have these options.
1: Can I, can I process that for a second? So if I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I want to get everybody to Stressville, right? Cause that's so important. I'm going to spend my time thinking about it and planning it and making sure everything happens. And then, then you tell me I have to switch and go to this Conville, but I'm so used to, to, to planning. I have to shift my whole thing. I don't have to think about going to this new place. And, yep. and so now I'm focused on this new place. Do I forget about this old place? Or does you know, this new place become more important to me right now?
0: It, so I think you're bringing up a really important point. Because when your mind is wired to be stressed, it's a lot harder to think those calm and happy thoughts, isn't it? Mm. Right? So you need, well, it's my advice to have specific times during the day to actually build those paths right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if your boss came to you and said, hey, we're seeing all of this activity over to Calm Town, I want you to take out times during the day where we can actually build those paths, Mm -hmm. right? So that they can become just as dominant as the stress bill pass, because those are already built. Those are already in place, right? They're easier. And when people go online to schedule those flights or think those thoughts, there's more accessibility to stress bill, isn't there? Yeah. So the other flights and connections have to be put into place or built in order for that balance to happen. And in order for them to be able to go online, schedule that flight and have those options. Does that make sense? It
1: does. And so how do how do I start to build and spend more time and build uh, this, you know, flights to calm down, new thoughts to being more calm? What yes. are some things I can do? Just the one you just did was yes. one of them. The thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. So
0: what I would say is start with, and I, I talk about all this in my book, it's like a step to, step-by-step thing. And I don't like those people who go on and like, you just have to read my book to find out. You don't like, there's a lot more tips and tricks in there, but I would start with three minutes twice a day. I want you to set an alarm to remind yourself. I want you to set a timer on your phone. Do that. Thank you statement process for just three minutes, twice a day. And you are going to start noticing effects. Now, it is not overnight, right? Because nature takes time. And I always tell people you can't plant tomato seeds and eat those tomatoes at night for dinner. (laughs) It's just not how nature works. So you have to be consistent with this, Mm -hmm. right? And you have to actually build those pathways. But if you do that and then you increase the time, right? I don't want to start you with more time because I don't want it to seem overwhelming, but I'd like you to build to eight minute twice a day. Right.
1: That is awesome. So it's just slowly building up. Now these tips, I I could use this right away. Believe me. I already feel better from that first tip. I know that you wrote, you are the, the mayor of calm town, but you wrote a book to help us another way to get to this calmer place. Can you just share a little bit about your book and what people can expect when they, They dig into it.
0: Sure. I mean, the reason I got to be mayor of Calmtown is because I was prior mayor of Stressville.
1: Hmm.
0: So um, I had to get my own self out of Stressville. And I had been working on, excuse me, on these tools for my patients for over a decade. You know, and I just toss them out. It wasn't like they'd sit down and I'd say, let's work on your neuroplasticity, right? I would just toss out an exercise like this and say, okay, when a worrisome thought comes up, I want you to do a triple thank yous, things like that, right? Um, but then I needed it myself. I went through a really, really, really stressful couple of years, at which, you know, ended up and, and I'm not proud of that because I was supposed to be the stress expert, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, it's, you know, when I tell this story, it's a little bit embarrassing for me because I wasn't following my own advice, right? I mean, there was a moment when I was on the living floor sobbing because my husband had just walked out on me because my mind had wired to the point of just harsh irritability and I was sad. I wasn't myself. And he, he just couldn't deal with it anymore. And on, in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh. And I felt almost like a double failure because I hadn't taken my own advice, but then I did and I used the tools. And once I saw how well they worked, I was like, oh my God, these actually really work. (laughs) Then it was my mission to get it into the hands of everybody who needs it.
1: Is it easily accessible? Like kind of the exercise you taught us and then the three minutes, does the book kind of take us through exercises like that as we, as we go through it?
0: hundred percent. And I have six weeks worth of exercises for you. So every single week I give you new stuff, which is always fun. And it always feels good because it's building those calm and happy pathways in your mind. And the best part is they're all scientifically proven. So what I did was I figured out, the brain gets wired, just like I told you, with this airline analogy. So if every stressful thought wires our mind to be more and more and more stressed, and negativity goes along with that, and we can talk about that in a second if you want, then what would make our mind calm and happy? Well, there is data on that, right? And so what I did was I took all those tools and I put at least three rewiring techniques proven into each of my tools that I teach you, right? Yeah. So, so they're even more powerful. And we already know they work. Right? I mean, gratitude has been proven to wire the brain to be at least 25% happier. And I say wire the brain to be at least 25% happier because people who are grateful are shown to be 25% happier. Why? Their brain is wired to be happier. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, gratitude is one thing we use, but we use best possible self. We use um, breathing. We use some sort of meditations. We use visualization. We use, I mean, affirmation. We use all of these things in each, not in every single tool, but I I intertwine them all so that you you have access to all of this.
1: Okay. What's the name of this exciting book I'm dying to know?
0: (laughs) It's called The Calm Code.
1: That is great. Is there any other tip you want to share before we, we say goodbye today?
0: Sure. Um, You know, when you start getting tense and you feel your breathing sort of becoming quicker and the breasts are shorter and closer together, you feel that in your body or you feel that tension. Okay. In that moment, I'm going to start you with Two tips of a breathing technique, but these are the two most important tips, and one of them you have not heard before. Okay, so you put your hand, if you can, on your lower belly. And when you breathe in, you want to feel that lower belly go out. It's called diaphragmatic breathing. You've heard of this, but you want to make sure your breath is going all the way down deeply. Now, Mm -hmm. this is a tip you haven't heard before. I want you to use a finger and cover your right nostril. As you're breathing deeply down into that lower belly, breathe in and out of that left nostril. Breathing in and out of the left nostril is proven to activate your calm nervous system, your, your parasympathetic nervous system.
1: That is so cool. Do
0: you want to, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to just one more? Little one more.
1: Leave us with one more. Yes. Okay.
0: So it's five steps. So first of all, you think of something you're grateful for in that tense moment. Then we do what's called box breathing. So you take that finger and you put it over your right nostril. You breathe in for five counts all the way down deep in that lower belly. That's a really important part. You pause for five counts. You breathe out for five counts. You pause for five counts, and I call it high five breathing because the counts are five, the steps are five, and you get a high five for remembering to breathe that way when you're stressed.
1: I love it. That right nostril breathing, I love it. If you're driving, please don't be doing this unless you're, yeah, unless you can.
0: And some people don't want to do it in the middle of the grocery store, but if Listen. you do, people can ask you what you're doing. You can tell them the
1: tip. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I had so much fun. Awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.